0: Welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on VHHA.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 107.7 FM, 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 820 a.m. across Central Virginia, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. We're also members of the Virginia Audio Collective and the Family Podcast Network. Send any questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. That's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. I'm Will Seldon with the VHHA team, and today we're excited to be joined by Macon Sizemore, the VCU Health Director of Rehabilitative Services, who joins us today to discuss his work and his standing as one of the nation's most prolific blood donors. With that, welcome to the show, Macon.
1: Good morning, Will. Glad to be here.
0: Well, thanks so much for joining us. Before we talk about the importance of blood donations in your 25 years as a donor, I want to start with a little bit of background on your role at VCU Health, which has a robust inpatient and outpatient rehabilitation therapy program for patients recovering from illness or injury to help those folks achieve their highest quality of life. This can take the form of physical therapy, which is your background, occupational or speech therapy, skilled rehab and a variety of other services for adults and children. So if you would, tell us a little bit more about those programs and their importance for patients. Certainly will.
1: I've been at VCU Health for over 30 years. I've worked with the Inpatient Rehabilitation Program and our Inpatient and Outpatient OT, PT, and Speech programs. We have over 250 therapists, VCU Medical Center, and all of our outlying clinics. Uh, Our therapy services provide care in the emergency room and the ICUs and in the outpatient clinics. So we are in a lot of settings to help people recover their level of function and be able to to return back home to their highest level of function. Do you wish you could focus on practicing medicine without all the distractions? CoVaris is here to help. As a leader in medical professional liability insurance with more than 45 years experience, Coverus provides insurance protection with data-driven predictive modeling to help you mitigate the risk of claims. By combining insurance protection with risk analytics services, you can reduce distractions and focus on improving clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Coverus is reinventing what you should expect from your medical professional liability provider. Find out all Covaris can offer you at covaris.com That's C-O-V-E-R-Y-S.com. Insurance products issued by Medical Professional Mutual Insurance Company and its insurance subsidiaries, Boston, Massachusetts.
0: It's always interesting to hear about working with recovering patients who put in a ton of effort with their caregivers to achieve those quality of life goals. I should tell you, we recently had a guest on our show Who's a young woman who had a skydiving accident and fortunately was able to regain most of, if not all, of her mobility after a couple months of physical therapy. So that was quite the story and and a testament to all the hard work that goes on. And I think so often people think of hospitals as emergency and acute care providers, which they definitely are, but they also are so deeply involved in offering rehabilitation services as well. So thanks for providing that perspective. I want to move on to the subject of your blood donations now. You've been recognized as one of the top blood donors in the history of the American Red Cross, which is quite the accomplishment, having completed more than 200 blood donations since the 1980s. Over 40 years of donations, you've donated more than 25 gallons of blood. And out of 25 million blood donors, you're among a group of 8,000 of the most prodigious donors. You're in the top 1% of all blood donors in the country, which is, as I said, an incredibly impressive accomplishment. So... Tell us, making if you would, why you first donated blood and why you think it's so important and what's kept you going all these years.
1: Well, it's been a long journey. I've um, always been in the healthcare professions. I started out as a physical therapist before I went into the health administrative side of the business. I always believed in helping others. And matter of fact, my first blood donation happened in my church, put off being a regular blood donor for years as I ran track at Virginia Tech, and I figured oh, I always got an excuse. I'm in training. I don't want to give regularly, but once I graduated, I didn't have that excuse anymore. And and if you can't be moved to share your gifts with others in church, I don't know where you can. So uh, in the early '80s, uh, I started my uh, blood donation journey and have been given five or six times a year. Pretty much for the last 40 years, I've been blessed to have good veins, and uh, I've worked in uh, academic medical centers my entire career. I worked at here at the East Carolina University in some of my early early years, and yeah, you know, working in academic medical centers that are also also level one trauma centers, you get daily reminders of the need for blood, and whether it be trauma, whether it be chronic conditions and the like. So I've, I've been lucky in my role as an administrator to have flexible work hours so that I can give blood when I can and try to set an example for, for co-workers to try to share, share their blood if they can.
0: Here's Jonathan McNamara with some insight from the American Red Cross
1: of Virginia. Macon's contributions to the Red Cross put him in truly elite territory. His contributions are what make the Red Cross special, because without donors like Macon, we would not be able to meet the needs of our hospitals, and we're just grateful that Macon and so many others choose blood donation as their way of giving back to the community.
0: As a follow-up to that question, we also recently had on the show a high school teacher from the Hampton Roads area who, like you, has been donating blood for decades, and in his case, back to his teenage years in the 70s. My guess is you don't know him, (laughs) but I wonder if you know other folks who, like you, are consistent blood donors, or in other words, is there a sort of community or a frequent flyers club, if you will, for any of those common donors, and I wonder if you've noticed any common characteristics between folks who are consistent blood donors.
1: Yeah, I certainly have a cadre of friends that I see when there are blood donations here on the VCU campus, but even when I go to the Red Cross Centers, uh, I see folks on a regular basis there. I I tell people that as far as common themes, you're going to meet the nicest people in the world at the Red Cross Blood Donation Centers. These are people who are giving because they want to, because they care about others, and they're willing to have a a small inconvenience in their day to to help others. So that is a, a common thread across that the uh, Red Cross staff are very professional, very helpful. And I tell people I've, in my 207 donations, 208 next week. I've never had a, a bad reaction or effect. It always feels good to, to get that next pint in, and knowing that it might help save someone's life.
0: Yeah, that's great to hear. Like you mentioned, it's said that each pint of blood donated can be used to help up to three people. And as we discussed off air. Blood donations are needed now more than ever due to ongoing blood shortages. The American Red Cross is well publicized. So we really appreciate that, that you are one of those consistent blood donors and that you're here in the Richmond area. So that's great. I want to give you the opportunity, if you can make a public appeal to folks uh, about why they should consider donating blood, I want to sort of give you the floor to do that as someone who has, like you said, over 200 experiences of, of donating blood over the course of your life. If you can make a public appeal to folks, what would you
1: say? I've heard before that the meaning of life is to find your gifts. The purpose of life is to give or share your gifts away. Why not share your gift of your blood, of your good health, with other people to save their lives? It just takes a couple minutes. Whether you're a first-time donor or a repeat donor, we need you to go to the Red Cross website. Find a donation site near you. You will not regret doing it. It'll it'll make your day. Thanks so much
0: for sharing that, making. We want to join you in encouraging anyone listening to consider donating blood to help save lives. It's a fairly simple process, but it does require an appointment. So we'd encourage folks to visit RedCross.org to make their appointment and donate it in their community. Again, that's RedCross.org. And before we let you go... It's a tradition on this podcast to ask our guests a few fun personal questions, <laughs> just to give our listeners a sense of who you are beyond the work that you do. And so to keep things interesting, we've developed a list of 10 mystery questions. Oh, boy. So, I know. It's, it's exciting. So if you would, please select two numbers between 1 and 10, and I'll ask you those corresponding questions. 2 and 7. 2 and 7. Okay. First question. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book... One album, musical album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you, a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment
1: survival kit picks? All right, so I'm not taking the Bible. Um, uh, You're already giving me that. Um, That's right. Movie, uh, Remember the Titans. Oh, great choice. (laughs) That one was for you, Coach. All right, baby. (laughs) All right. You us here, Coach. Yeah. it up, Herman. no doubt. And I've got connections to that. If you want to go further, to that <laughs> remember the Titans album, the Beatles White Album, because it's got such variety. W.P. Kinsella wrote a book, The Great Iowa Baseball Confederacy. It was a precursor to Shoeless Joe Jackson. I love, that. I love that book. Okay, great. Those are three
0: great choices. And then you said number seven, right? Seven. Okay. If you could choose one superpower to have or mm-hmm. any one skill to instantly master,
1: what would it be and why? Uh, time travel. Time travel back and forth. When you're when you're young and you think you know everything and you're on top of the world and you you got all the opportunities and you don't always take it and now that I've almost sixty five years of age there's times I wish I could go back with the wisdom I've had for the ages and and go back and revisit some opportunities. That's great. Well, timeless
0: advice, timeless advice. There, so thanks so much for answering those questions. That's going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. We want to once again thank our guest, Macon Sizemore, the Director of Rehabilitative Services at VCU Health for joining us today. Thanks so much, Macon. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Will, and thanks for all the great work with the hospital association. Appreciate
0: it.